Peter, you've picked up the cudgels against Bain. Is it because of what they did at SARS? Yes, it is. I felt that was outrageous, and they've been rightly criticised, including by the Deputy Director General of the Treasury, who wrote an article uh, detailing this recently. I mean, the South African Revenue Service, SARS, has been completely turned from one of the most feared tax agencies, one of the most efficient in the world under Pravin Gordon uh, and, uh, and others, into one that's actually become dysfunctional in order to allow the Guptas and the Zoomers and the rest of them to continue to evade taxes and to uh, impoverish the South African Treasury on top of what else they've done by looting our state-owned enterprises. And why I feel strongly about this, Alec, and put these questions down, to find out what government, British government departments um, were uh, doing here, is that I don't believe that these global corporates, and there have been a long trail of them, should actually get British government contracts. I think they should be punished for their misbehavior in South Africa. So it's extraordinary if you think about uh, what has come out of the Nugent Commission. It was premeditated, as you've said now. In fact, the, the Nugent Commission said it itself. There hasn't been any kickback yet. Bain themselves, unlike McKinsey, uh, or certainly from an international sense, haven't admitted any wrong. By bringing pressure to bear in the UK, is this one of your intentions, to perhaps force them to own up? Well, possibly. I mean, if that's what I'd like, frankly, because when I did raise uh, these matters, first of all, in the House of Lords back at the end of 2017, 2017 and early 2018, what was interesting is it had been raging in South African politics and in the media in South Africa over Bell Pottinger, over KPMG, over McKinsey and HSBC and so on for, well, at least a year. And then, there'd been the, then came the email links and so on. It was only really when it was raised in London that it went global. And the New York Times then reported it and the Washington Post and also the Financial Times, the global financial newspaper, hugely respected. Suddenly, these corporates were on the front pages of all these newspapers. And The Economist did a big expose as well, another global, globally read magazine. And then the other corporates, the McKinsey's and KPMG's and the rest of them, started feeling the heat. It was as if the South African operations could get away with blue murder, but it really hit them when their global reputation started to, to, started to suffer. And you know, in, in a small way, and putting down these questions is only really um, nibbling at the problem, to be perfectly frank, uh, there isn't scope to do the kind of speech that I did under parliamentary privilege in respect of the other corporates and in respect to the Zoomers and the Guptas. There isn't one at the, op that opportunity at the moment, with you know the whole of our parliament sort of Brexit gridlocked and so on. But I hope that... Bayern will feel the heat as well. I mean, you know, they've been, they've been conniving and being paid fat fees for it to allow the South African Revenue Service to be turned over, to allow state-owned enterprises like ESCOM and Transnet and, and South African Airways and, and others to be looted. And they've been, you know, issuing soft reports, whitewashed reports, actually assisting this whole process. And they should pay a big penalty in terms of their bottom lines globally is, is what I believe. Peter, it's an interesting point that you made earlier that 
only when the international community started paying attention did it seem as though the the tide turned against the Zuptas. Is there, given that Bain, if you like, came to the party very late or was outed very late, is there an opportunity for, for that to happen again or, or might the moment have passed? I don't know whether it can. You, you're an, a, a news personality and sometimes a story really catches the moment, which it did towards the end of 2017. And you know how fickle the news media can be and then move on to something else. Frankly, they should. There is nothing more important in business and the financial sector uh, and the, the efficient running of an economy and therefore a society than an effective, effectively functioning um, absolute, uh, in, a, in, a, in a manner which is absolute, absolutely full of integrity than a proper tax collecting service. South Africa had one of the best and was proud for doing so in the world under the Proven Gordons and so forth. But it has been severely disabled and is, you know, it's an attempt to repair it now, but it's hard work. Whether, whether Bain will feel the heat or not, I mean, they're hoping to get away with it because they're keeping their heads low. Uh, but I don't think they should and I'll do my best to, to make sure that they don't. So what questions specifically did you ask in the House of Lords? Well, I asked whether there were any contracts held by um, Bain with government departments, and it turns out there are. I asked uh, what the scale of the work is and whether they are on preferred bidder lists, and it turns out that they are. Now, what I want is for them to be suspended from those contracts and be suspended from a preferred bidder for government work uh, list until they have owned up to what they did in South Africa, until they've paid back any fees that they've got and uh, added to that made payments for any damage that they did. Um, you know, until that, I don't think they should uh, continue to op operate uh, as if they are stain-free when they clearly are not. So you now have confirmation that indeed they are in, uh, they, they do have contracts with the British government. Do you have any idea yes. how much that could, be, how much could be involved here? No, I don't know. And uh, I, I'm trying to find out, and the government's being a bit coy about it. It tends to, uh, they tend to make it a bit difficult to actually uncover these things. And I'm not kind of, you know, uh, massively resourced uh, research agency. I'm just me. Uh, and um, therefore, I can only do a certain amount. But you know, if they had any um, honour and credibility in this matter, I think Bain would be owning up to what happened and saying that they did wrong and uh, making the, rec the necessary compensation in order to establish their reputation again. They shouldn't get any contracts in South Africa either, by the way, either private or public. And we've seen how KPMG and McKinsey have suffered badly in South Africa as well as globally. And they, they, they're in the same box. And until they own up, uh, they're not going to be able to climb out of that box, I hope. Lord Peter Hain, who is uh, talking to us from the House of Lords. And just to put it back into some perspective there, quoting from the Nugent Commission report, it was a premeditated offensive against South African Revenue Services by Bain for Moyani to seize control of SARS. Well, 200 managers were displaced, according to the Nugent Commission report. And we, uh, as uh, Lord Hain told us a bit earlier, SARS, which in 2014 was regarded as one of, the, one of the best revenue services in the world, is now one of the worst.